And that's a million dollar question. That's yes, it up is. right there, man. <laughs> you can't answer that for me. Yet? No, let me, let me, let yeah, right. Um, let me tell you what I kind of see is this overarching theme of what I do. And, and, and I've started to say it this way, you know, really what I do as a coach is help men unpack the goodness that's inside of you. That's already in your heart and discover your true man. Now, what I mean by that is this, we all have goodness inside of us, each and every one of us, but too much of the time we walk around angry or upset over a wide range of things. It could be something that happened to you when you were a kid and all of a sudden you're 40, 50 years old and you're just unpacking the fact that you were abused as a child and I, and all your relationships have failed as a result. You know, the reality is there, there's goodness inside of you. We just need to get it out of you. And we got to put the rest of that stuff aside. You know, I come from this, I've done a lot of reading around John Eldridge, John Eldridge, really popular in the men's community. And so you can't, he, and what he talks about is something I firmly believe you can't heal and be whole until you work with the wound that has hampered you or that you've carried around. And men, we bury that stuff in our soul, hoping we never have to deal with it. To overcome, you must educate. Educate not only yourself, but educate anyone seeking to learn. We are all dead America. We can all learn something. To learn, we must challenge what we already understand. The way we do that is through conversation. Sometimes we have conversations with others. However, some of the best conversations happen with ourselves. Reach out and challenge yourself. Let's dive in and learn something right now. Today we're speaking with Mike Van Pelt. He is a man's coach. He is known as the comeback coach. He hosts and he is the creator of the True Man Podcast. Mike, could you please introduce yourself and let people know just a little more about you, please? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, the the podcast kind of rolls out of my coaching, True Man Life Coaching. And the reason we developed the, the podcast, the True Man Podcast, was uh, so that we could, you know, tell stories. Uh, you know, I call myself the comeback coach because I love second chances, pivot points, and and um, who doesn't? And so, you know, it was an opportunity to build a podcast and tell those comeback stories and help men be better men, better dads, and better fathers. And, you know, over the last few years, I've seen in the marketplace where there was really a need for a man to jump into that arena and and walk alongside guys and offer them uh you know compelling uh interviews on the podcast so that they could learn 
one of the challenges men have is that we don't express ourselves very well. We're not very vulnerable. And so I'm, what I'm trying to do is give people a format where, you know, they can, they can hear stories and find out I'm not alone. <laughs> Somebody else has had this happen to them or your story's unique, but your challenge is probably somebody else has had it. So yeah, that's uh, the whole true man brand there that, that I'm, that I'm working on building. Well, Mike, in our world today, I really think we need more people like yourself out there mm. creating conversations. Yeah. And men in particular, <laughs> yeah, we get this uh, <laughs> persona where we're better than a conversation sometimes. Yeah. And we're bigger than that. We don't have to do that. But Truly, if you're going to grow in life, you need to learn to communicate and communicate mm. effectively. That was a challenge for me yeah. when I started podcasting. I was <laughs> an angry individual. I didn't know how to speak at all. I just knew how to be my angry-minded self on a microphone. Yeah. And that did not cut the cake. What brought you into podcasting? Yeah. Uh, so if you just take true man, basically that phrase derives itself from the Bible. That's Jesus Christ walk on earth as a true man. Now, the reason that that was selected was uh, uh, a few years ago uh, uh, when I was living in South Carolina, I was doing some business consulting and I met a guy by the name of Paul Bailey. And Paul and I hit it off right away at a networking event. We went and had lunch and we decided there were way too many takers in our group. We needed more givers and we were going to start our own networking group. But guess what? God had other plans. That group quickly shifted to a men's small group. And uh, Paul had a couple of connections and we hopped in the car and drew, drove an hour and a half down the road to Charlotte. And we happened to uh, um, meet a couple of guys that became our mentor and really taught us how to go down this road of starting a men's small group. And um, through that partnership, interestingly enough, we started our men's small group and we connected with some other groups. This is how this works, right? It's a pretty awesome. And who were doing uh, some retreats. And Listen, I've been a Christian all my life, and I went to this first uh, retreat, and it was in the spring of 2019, and um, uh, they played a song um, and uh, called You Are Loved, and that Saturday morning when they played it, the, the camp director said, I want you to think of this song as being sung to you, you know, by Christ, and that song is a real song about love and intimacy, and, um, you know, it was in that moment where I felt like God was telling me that um, he wanted an intimate relationship with me and he wanted closeness with me. And I didn't know it was available. And it sounds kind of silly to say it, but I think a lot of people feel that way, you know, that they don't know that there's, you know, somebody that, that a God that wants an intimate relationship with them. And honestly, at that point, you know, I was looking around and I'm like going, man, you got the knowledge, skills, and ability. Screw this business coaching thing. 
maybe men's life coaching is the way to go. And I really sat on that for a while and discerned it because I was really unpacking a lot of stuff after that first retreat. And, um, you know, I had huge plans coming into 2020 and, um, like a, a lot of people, COVID changed it. COVID completely disrupted it. And, um, interestingly enough, uh, during COVID in June, uh, June 15th, to be precise of 2020, my wife came home for work after 14 years, uh, as head of HR for, uh, a well-brand known, uh, named company. And, um, they were in the hospitality business and they got a little anxious and they said, thanks for coming in the last 14 years. We no longer need you. And our life got turned upside down. Um, and I knew in the moments that she came home and said, Mike, <laughs> let me go. I'm like, holy cow, our life's about to change. And we had, uh, two kids both in high school at the time. And, and we were trying to figure out how can we do this without any disruption? And I I'm online searching. Can we get a franchise? Can we buy a franchise? What the heck can we do? And, um, I ran across a guy that had a coaching business and I, he had a video that said he was talking about this program he'd started called hello dad. And I'm like, well, there you go. And I called him and I said, you know, I I'm given serious consideration to being a men's life coach. And, um, I saw your video and I want to talk with you about your coaching tools. So we went down that path and, you know, I was opening, I went through his training process and all that. And I was opening up front with him right off the bat. And I said, you know, at some point we're going to be forced to relocate and I don't want to start my business until then. But during that period of training with him, I sent him a couple of blogs and he said, Mike, have you ever thought about doing a podcast? And I'm like, funny, you should ask the joke at our men's small group named true man. Um, we joke about this all the time. Like, it would be funny to start a podcast. Uh, we should have recorded our men's small group. And he really encouraged it. I investigated it. And initially, Paul Bailey, who had been a part of, you know, starting this men's small group, we started it out as just him and I. And it did quickly grow to a point where he's like, Mike, I can't keep up with this thing on a weekly basis. So... Um, I, I'm really, I was ready for that. I'd been preparing for that. So I went to a more interview style. Sometimes I do still solo shows, but that, that is really the story of the whole true man brand. And I'll tell you as a business owner, I'd been carrying around the true man brand with me because it was a part of our small group for a number of years. It was probably halfway before this year. Believe it or not, after being a part of True Man something for the last four years or so, when I went, oh, that's what this is. And uh, it, it, I mean, yet another epiphany. And um, so, uh, and what I tell people is this, Ed, and I, I, I really believe this. I am just the primary caretaker. Uh, God has entrusted me to be the primary caretaker of the true man brand, because it's his, it's named after his son. And I just get to be the caretaker of it and build on it. And, um, that's what gets me out of bed every morning. And I'm, I'm, 
excited and thrilled that he's honored me, you know, with, uh, with, with that brand. Quite a story. That's, huh? that's a good story, Mike. <laughs> How can you top that now? <laughs> I don't know. But, you know, it's interesting because my journey down the podcasting road, God sparked that also. Mm. I found my I found myself in the middle of a parking lot of a storage shed screaming things that I don't want to talk about <laughs> anymore at God. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, and it really is when he crushed me, made me into rubble. Yeah. And he sifted through that aggregate, threw out the pieces that he didn't want in me. And then he formed me into this concrete foundation. <laughs> I love that. And I've been building a house on it yeah. since. And I don't preach, I teach. There's a big difference. Yes. Amen. Yeah. A lot of people, they get turned off when we start preaching at them. Yeah, I'm a true believer. I I hold Christ high on a platform, and He is my rock. He is my foundation. Mm -hmm. And when you start something with that, nothing's going to stop it unless He says enough. Oh, and I've sure. I've come to really believe that now. So uh, it's interesting you say the true man brand is based on Christ. That, that is the dead America principle, you know, well, everybody's feeling dead right now. Oh man. We're here to bring them back to life. Like Lazarus. You know, it's interesting. I was having a conversation with somebody and uh, we've really, it's funny when sometimes when you start a business, you start it and you do it with the best intentions. And then sometimes things go a, a, a direction and you're like, oh, you know, and it's hard to put the brakes on sometimes. And I, I've actually been working with a small, a wonderful woman, um, a small business coach, and she has helped me immensely because she's um, she's allowed me to put the brakes on a little bit. And so one of the things that's happened over the last year is a lot of people will say to me, well, Mike. How do you define the true man brand? And I, I, I got to be honest, I struggle with that for a while. There's a lot of things that encompass a true man. So, I mean, we could go down this road of integrity, honor, truth. You know, we could go down that whole road and start throwing all kinds of, of um, wonderful labels to it. And uh, so we were talking about this whole idea of what is a true man. And... <clears throat> I started thinking about, I don't know if you've watched this or not, The Chosen. Um, if, you have, if you've not watched this series, The Chosen, um, you can get it. Uh, if you get if it's uh, it started, uh, you can just go on your app just on your phone and you, you'll find it. The Chosen. Absolutely incredible series. They're just starting their third year. Uh, the largest uh, crowdfunding. I mean, they are just uh, they. It's it's incredible. I'm just going to leave it at that. But the but the gentleman that plays Jesus is phenomenal, uh, phenomenal. I mean, and um, every time there's a scene, and he says a two word phrase that is listed in the Gospels throughout. 
when he's talking with Simon Peter in the boat, that one always gets me. Peter, lift up your head. Follow me. I started thinking about that scene because it's so strong. It's so big. And so we'd been talking about how to define it. And I said, it's follow me. There is no other definition because when Jesus went out to the disciples, he, that was his common phrase, follow me, right? But he just didn't say that to the disciples. He said that in the Bible when he was speaking to anyone, now listen to this, that, that wanted what he had to offer. Now, if you accept that and you follow him, I dare say that qualifies you as a true man. And there, right there is how I am coming to define what it is rather than putting all these fluffy words, which are great. And those are a part of becoming a true man, but the, he is the ultimate model. And so um, as we've worked on defining this, we, she, this gal said to me the other day, she said, Mike, you're helping people understand Jesus in the 21st century. You're the 21st century true man. I'm like, well, that's interesting. And I thought that was pretty cool, but that's what it's all about. You know, how do we become men that are more like Jesus? Because that's, that's what masculinity is, right? Hollywood tries to define it. And all these um, people in the news, they try to define all this toxic mass. That's small, small percentage, right? We can pick out a small percentage of anything. We're really good at that in this country, as a matter of fact. But, you know, if you ask me what masculinity is, is there a better example than Jesus? Who wouldn't no. want to strive for that? <laughs> so, yeah. So, you know, I, I was, I was on a podcast with, uh, I'm sorry for interrupting Mike. No, uh, I was on the ask when podcast and she asked me from anyone on the earth past or present who would you want to sit down and speak with my answer was direct jesus christ yeah and and she came back with that surprises me i thought it might be elon musk <laughs> it's like well that's well no i i admire some of the things about elon but you know I, I don't look up to Elon. I don't look up to any man. I, I look up to Christ. And that is the only true man that I would want to really tell me what is. So, you know, defining who we want to listen to is very important. And who we yeah. choose to speak with is very important about mm the topics that matter when we want to speak with individuals it doesn't mean that we're accepting their values it just means we're accepting them as an individual oh yeah and and this is very important mike when christ was on the cross some of the last statements he made was forgive them father <laughs> for they yeah. know not what they do i base my life on that now they don't know what they do and when i woke up 
that is very clear to me now. So being able to speak with somebody, even if they're homosexual, they're a non-Christ believer, or that's what we're here to do. We're to go out before the heathen and live our life as an example. That doesn't mean I'm better than you. I'm bigger than you. That means I'm here to show you Christ-like love. I don't have to accept what you do, but I want to accept you as a human being. And I want to show you that somebody out there truly cares like Christ. Mm -hmm. What's your take on that? Oh, yeah. No, I mean, you nailed it. Um, You know, you know, I, I would encourage people go to the Bible, look at the fruit of the spirit. These are, these are attributes that, that Jesus had and they're attributes that we need to have. So I'm in the great state of Georgia and we just had, uh, uh, we can't stop having having elections here, but you know, there was a lot of ugliness around that. And we have a lot of ugliness and darkness in our country right now. And I think yes. what we've forgotten is exactly what you're talking about. And if you think about Jesus on the cross, what he exemplified in a time of extreme pain and discomfort was forgiveness and grace. And, you know, it's interesting how little grace we give people. In fact, I will tell you, I sent a good friend this morning a text uh, who does not live in Georgia, and he was making comments about the election. And I said, I I just want you to know, it was extremely painful for me to go vote. I was not in love with either candidate. But on my ballot, I either had to vote for an R or a D. There was no write-in space. And my other option was to stay home which there's no way I was going to do. And so I made a decision and I basically said to him, I didn't like to have to make that decision. I prayed about it before I went uh, for uh, several days, as a matter of fact. And I basically said to him, I didn't do this on Facebook. I sent him a personal text message and I said, that's what I went through discerning on who to vote for. Are you sure? Are you sure you want to go down that rabbit hole on Facebook? Um, And I ended it with, I'm just looking out for you, buddy. Now, I think the crime here is that to call somebody stupid because they voted one way or another is so reckless. And there's so much of that. And at a time and a place where we need to be having the conversation and the irony in that is everybody goes, wow, we need to have a conversation. Who's having the conversation? Seriously. I mean, I see more shouting than I do the conversation. That's right. And that to me is alarming. I think we can all say at this point, not to go down a political road, but it's, we've had so much of it over the last couple of years. I, I don't think that there is 
people that are looking out for us in the way that we want to be looked out for in this country. And it doesn't matter whether they are an RRD. It doesn't matter. And what bothers me in this time and place from where I sit and what I do is I need men to step up and lead their families well in a time of great confusion. I know right. I'm experiencing it. I, I you're, I'm sure you're experiencing it. All guys are experiencing it. And, and it's why I feel that what I'm doing right now is so critically important because what I want guys to know is you're not alone in the way you feel. This is a confusing time. No, we don't know who to trust, <laughs> you know, whether it's political, whether it's on the science front, whether it's on the media front. I mean, I'm, no, we don't know. So the best thing we can do is travel arm in arm together and try to work through it. And, um, you know, I do a lot of one-on-one -on -one coaching. I'm definitely moving more back towards the group model because I think that guys need to do life together. And, um, so, uh, that, there you go. There's my rant for the day. <laughs> no, no, that's, that's not a rant really, Mike, because, you know, I've, I've observed the same thing. We are so politicized in everything and it's not about that in our world. Yes, we need politics, yeah. but those politics need to be kept at the Capitol building and at the ballot box. And I really think the, I, I call it baby food. We're, we're being <laughs> fed baby food yeah. from both sides, you know, left, right. It's all the same anymore. They have their opinion and they don't want to listen. We've got to move people to the center again. And that's where we find equal and balance. And so many people don't want to give just an inch, but they'll yeah. take a mile. Oh man. And that's our issue. You know, I've so, thought, yeah, about, it's definitely not political. It, it's a needed talk. I, I've thought about this a lot, Ed. And I, I mean, I know it's kind of potato potato here, you know, but I, you know, I don't even use the term center anymore. I like middle, Um, mm. you know, because what I see is there's this middle part of America that we just don't know what to do about certain things. And Track. some of it, you know, it, it, some of this stuff is, is common sense. So, you know, do, do we want um, our globe to be clean and green? Yes. In fact, it's biblical in nature. We're, we're really commanded to take care of our planet. I don't know anybody who doesn't want to take care of their planet. Now, does that mean we can flip a switch and do certain things? You know, I mean, is cutting all the oil off that we do in this country um, going to solve the problem just by doing it overnight? No. <laughs> and and in fact, not only is it causing misery in our country, it's causing misery outside of our country and around the, the globe. 
you know, we all want to figure out ways to take care of the planet. I think we can all agree to that. There's no argument there. But whether we're ready to do certain things at the risk of hurting people, which is what's going on in this country right now um, with this economy the way it is, I, I see a lot of people, they're making choices. They're making choices they might not ordinarily make. And, you know, when you're paying an extreme amount for fuel, like we are, you know, those types of things can put a strain on a, on a family, on a marriage, because here we go, guys, I call it like I see it. We don't always do very good job of having a money conversation in our homes, you know, and, and, you know, I've had people on my podcast and we've talked about this because that's an intimate discussion. It just is, right? And nobody wants yes, to talk yeah. about money. But, you know, if you're um, struggling right now, but you're working your tail off, you need to sit down and make a budget. You need to have that conversation with your wife, you know, um, because you don't want your, your marriage to struggle, you know, as a result of something that might not be, you might not, have, it might be out of your control right? You're just going to That's work right. every day trying to figure it out. And, 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 you know, I called some place yesterday to get my, I'm like, I got to get these, we're going through a remodel project at our house. And I'm like, maybe I can get these area rugs clean. It was like $5 a square foot for carpet. Maybe somebody else is going, wow, that's a great deal for me. I was like, $500. Like, what are you crazy? What are you talking about? Like, where did you get that yeah. price? You know? And, and I find that that that's happening a lot, you know, I, it, you know, I, I was recently complaining about dog food and I said that to somebody and she said, well, you know, what's going on across the country in, in dog pounds and things like that. And I'm like, no, she's like, people are turning their pets in cause they can't afford them. I'm like, I hadn't heard that. I, I didn't know. And, and um, man, our pets mean a lot to us at the point where we're giving up our pets because we can't afford to feed them. I mean, you know, we got some serious problems, but here's the yeah. thing. The bottom line on it is I serve men and I want men to lead their families well. And when we have all this uncertainty around us, it's, it's hard to lead ourselves well. It's hard to understand your purpose sometimes in life. And I know I've gone through it. And COVID gave a lot of free time for people to go, what is my purpose in life? And if you didn't work through that, or um, you don't know how to work through that, that's why people like me exist, is to help you figure it out. Because making the decision to go through life miserable, and then making everybody else miserable around you, is absolutely no way to live. And I would dare say, it's a choice. Yes. And it's a, you know, and it's a choice Big that you key. don't, yeah, you don't, you don't have to make that choice. There is some degree of action that can be taken to turn your life around. Hence the comeback, the pivot point, the second chance in your life. We all get those opportunities and, you know, I'm a big believer that we should take advantage of them. That's right. If, if the door knocks, open it. Absolutely. You can always close it again. That that's the real real thing that people miss. Don't be afraid to take a chance. You know, another thing that really 
bugs a lot of people is marriage nowadays. There's <laughs> this blurring line on this thing called marriage. Myself, next year, I will have been with my wife for 40 years. Congrats. And you don't see that anymore. Thank you, Mike. And this is the gift that I want to give to people how yeah. to understand that life's not perfect and the choices that you make really determine the outcome of your life mm -hmm. so don't let others make the choices for you i struggled in my life and with my relationship for 30 plus years because i was listening to others what they thought what they thought is not good for me <laughs> and th this is this the key you've got to communicate with your spouse you've got to be truthful up front about everything yeah even those dirty things that it, i feared for so long if i tell my wife this she's going to break up with me and i'll never yeah. have love again that's not the case when love is there nothing's going to break that what will break that is your inability to communicate yeah so we we can go on and on with what our world is throwing at us mike and we don't have enough time i could talk hours with you about <laughs> yeah i know i could too <laughs> so what is the big takeaways on life for men that is the most important to us as human beings what should we be trying to do as a man and how should we be doing that wow isn't that the million dollar question that's yes it is. right there man <laughs> you can't answer that for me yet? no let me let me let yeah right um let me tell you what I kind of see is this overarching theme of what I do. And, and, and I've started to say it this way, you know, really what I do as a coach is help men unpack the goodness that's inside of you. That's already in your heart and discover your true man. Now, what I mean by that is this, we all have goodness inside of us each and every one of us, but too much of the time we walk around angry or upset over a wide range of things. It could be something that happened to you when you were a kid and all of a sudden you're 40, 50 years old and you're just unpacking the fact that you were abused as a child and, I, and all your relationships have failed as a result. You know, the reality is there, there's goodness inside of you. We just need to get it out of you. And we got to put the rest of that stuff aside. You know, I come from this, I've done a lot of reading around John Eldridge. John Eldridge really popular in the men's community. And so you can't, he, and what he talks about is something I firmly believe. You can't heal and be whole until you work with the wound that has hampered you or that you've carried around and men we bury that stuff in our soul hoping we never 
have to deal with it. And I'll give you um, an interesting statistic. So there's an organization called Barna, and they do a lot of statistical stuff with Christian organizations. And one of their statistics, I hate to talk about this, but I mean, you know, the statistics are the statistics that 96% of Christian men, and I would dare say just men in general, I don't know, they just, they use Christian because they, they just did, but it's men in general, 96% of men have been affected by pornography at some point, you know, or currently affected by pornography. Well, you know, if that is affecting you, it's going to hurt all your relationships. And basically I use that statistic because what we know is every man, virtually every man in some form or fashion has, um, you know, potentially had their life altered or their relationships changed as a result of pornography. Okay. Now that's just one piece. We could, we'd be on here all day talking about all the other challenges, Mm -hmm. but I say that to say, we all come to this broken. We're all broken. I mean, the most broken place in America on Sunday mornings is a church. Strangely enough, they don't seem to talk. They don't seem to talk about it, but, but we're all broken in some way or another. And I always say this because sometimes people laugh at me. What, what do you do, Mike? What do you do for a living? I'm a men's life coach. <laughs> like, what is that? That's weird. It's not weird. It's not weird. Yeah. Uh, you know, I have um, faith-based coach. I call that my pastor. I have health-based coach. I call that my doctor. I've had a golf coach. I had a podcast coach. I told you that. I've had a number. I have a small business coach. Why do I bring these people into my life? Because I can only do so much for myself and I need them to help me bring it out. Sometimes you can't, you know, you hear the phrase, you can't see the forest for the trees. That's true of all of us. And my job as a coach is to ask not to fix you, not to solve your problem, but to ask significant enough questions to get you thinking so that you figure out how to solve the problem for yourself because you have it inside of you. And, and so, you know, I, I don't know if I answered your question, but, but the, the thing that I want people to know is you have the answers. You may just need, I'm not saying this as a selling point. I really firmly believe this, whether it's me or somebody else, you may just need somebody to walk through something with you and get clarity around it. And I That's see right. absolutely no shame in that. Um, in fact, I think it's an amazing thing to go through. I, I've had, it, I, I can't even off the top of my head begin to tell you how many coaches I've had in my lifetime. And um, it gets me where I, people sometimes ask me, well, what qualifies you to be a coach? What qualifies you to ask? I, you know, I, I it's, it's, <laughs> that's it, right. It, you know, it, it um, you know, I've been down that road. Um, both, you know, from an educational standpoint, that's a choice that I made to educate myself on how I could help others. And um, I just pick men because I've been down that trail of anger, of loneliness, yes, of not knowing my identity uh, or what my identity was in, um, you know, uh, the truth. I mean, I, the list is long, right? And, um, that's what, that's what us men go through. And, uh, that's what I help 
try to walk people through. Well, it's a very needed thing in this world, Mike, and I respect you for that. Do you have a call to action for our listeners today? Yeah, if you, <laughs> that's funny. Uh, if you are asking yourself questions like, is there more to life than this? <laughs> is this, is this it? This is all yeah. I get. You know, if you're asking yourself a lot of questions that you don't know the answers to, man, I, I would say, reach out to me. Heck, I'll just have a freak phone call with you. I'm good for that. And we could talk through it. And, you know, if you want to take it further, that's what my coaching is available for. But if you're asking yourself a lot of questions that you don't know the answers to, raise your hand and ask for help. And we're not good at that as men, but I'm telling you, it will significantly change your life when you raise your hand and ask for help. And it'll make you a better man. It'll make you a true you, man. <laughs> that's right. When you can admit that you're weak in areas, you're strong. Yeah, and it's, and a, it's okay. We're all, we're all, we all are. We're humans. That's right. We're, we're human. That's right. But the, you know, the, the that, beautiful part of it is, is we have the ability to shift and change. And that's called that's the second right. choice. It's a second chance. It's called a, you know, a pivot point, Come a back. comeback. You know, and, and, um, listen, I have some people, they go, well, I, you know, I'm, I, you know, I don't know about comebacks. I'm like, you, you're either been through one, you're going through one or probably one's on the way. Um, and, and that's called that's right. life. That's called life. That's right. man. That's so, right. so, you know, if, if you're going through it, Hey, you know, I'm like, I'm like a point guard in basketball. I can give you an assist. Um, you know, if, if, if you think one's headed your way, Hey, you, there's chances are you could be better prepared to deal with it. If you're settled and oriented, uh, in the word of God and, and you're, and you know what your purpose is, you'll fight through it faster. And, and you know, that when I was in high school, I always remember that saying, you know, they would certainly use it during the summer. Hey, that's your opportunity to get bigger, stronger, faster. Right. And, and, and that's what I help right. guys do get bigger, stronger, faster. We can move you from good to great or from great to the best you've ever been if that's what you want to do. And, and um, you know, unfortunately, most dudes wait until they're bleeding out <laughs> before they that's put, right. their, you know, <laughs> before they put their hand in the air. But that's OK. Yeah, I'm here for you either way. And, um, you know, if, if not me, I know a lot of people that are that are willing to, uh, you know, to walk alongside you. So. Yeah, that's right. There's power in good connection. So, Mike, tell people how they can reach out and get a hold of you, please. Yeah, I mean, the easiest thing to do is drop me an email at mike at truemanlifecoaching.com. And, of course, that follows my, my website, truemanlifecoaching.com. And people always ask me, well, how can I find the podcast? And uh, God willing that that uh, uh, change I just made is uh, working properly, um, you'll find me. <laughs> Like you'll find me on all major podcast channels, or you can just go to truemanpodcast.com. Uh, That's on my website and it'll take you right to, to my podcast. And, and um, you know, I try to have shows on that, you know, where men can learn and educate themselves. That's what it's all about. I consider myself an educator. Um, just 
training, education, learning, man, if you, if you stop doing that, well, first of all, that's a mistake, but you know, it's don't do just that. Just start shoveling the dirt on top. How about, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, don't stop learning and that's educating right. yourself. Yeah. That's right. Uh, life is a never ending process until it's done. Don't stop living it. That's yes. For sure. Amen. Uh, Mike, it has been a very good experience talking with you. It's been a pleasure. And I thank you very much for being part of the Dead America podcast. Oh, thanks for having me on, Ed. I really appreciate it. And I enjoyed our time together. Thank you for joining us today. If you found this podcast enlightening, entertaining, educational in any way, please share, like, subscribe, and join us right back here next week for another great episode of Dead America Podcast. I'm Ed Waters, your host. Enjoy your afternoon wherever you may be.